And just like that, the holidays are here. What's going on, everybody? Flobo Boys. This is Flobo Sought on Netflix, your deep dive into Netflix original programming. And I'd like to thank everyone for checking the show out. And even though I've kind of moved away from having the video versions on YouTube, it's the audio versions that are heard all throughout the planet Earth. So thank you much, so much for that. We're talking about Oceania. We're talking about Africa. We're talking about the Middle East. Uh, thank you so much for making this part of uh, your podcasting diet. You have a lot of options, so I appreciate you. And if you're kind of listening to this and you're like, hey, man, I know you're a comic. I know you're a stand-up comedian, Flobo. I want to know your opinions of stand-up comedy specials Become a member of our Patreon, patreon.com slash voice. We call it the Boisterous Crew, and I uh, break down a comedy special on Netflix. One every month is bonus content, so please check that up when you can, patreon.com slash voice. So it is the holiday season already here uh, in the United States. The weather is getting a little cooler as we roll into the wintertime, and I say that in jest because I live in Los Angeles where cold is like six degrees, right? <laughs> a Castle for Christmas is a movie that came out last year but somehow appeared in my algorithm this year. And I'll tell you why that matters in just a second. It stars Brooke Shields as a high-powered writer that had a little bit of a bad reception to her latest book, decides to pack up and go to the family homestead in Scotland where she comes across a castle that is in disrepair and a love interest that follows. IMDb gives it 5.5 out of 10. And Rotten Tomatoes, you'll love this. Usually I quote just a critic score. So Rotten Tomatoes says 74%, which means it's fresh or favorable. But the audience score is at 38%. Uh, for romantic comedies, it tends to be the opposite. Critics have a jaundiced eye when it comes to the genre. Whereas fans go, hey, we just want to laugh, we want to love, we want to cry. Why not? But this time, A Castle for Christmas is 74% critics think it's fresh. 38% of the audience score likes it, thinks it's rotten. So that was kind of interesting. So the reason why I mentioned the year over year is that when I review these movies and TV shows, it's not really my job to tell you if a movie is good. Um. I guess it kind of is if I'm a critic, but on this show specifically, my job is who's it for? You know, Flobo started on Netflix started off as me paying a money, paying a bill involving money <laughs> to Netflix every month and realizing I wasn't getting the full value. And so I wanted to watch as much different content as I can to really make the money's worth because Netflix kind of got in early in the streaming game. I've been a member for years, but I really wasn't using it. So I always ask myself, who is this movie for? Now, as a romantic comedy, it does kind of follow a formula of the meet-cute, they can't stand each other, the swelling of feelings, the all-is-lost moment, the grand gesture. Not a spoiler. If you've seen a romantic comedy, you kind of know, right? And there are some tropes in there. There's not one, but two black best friends in this one, not to mention uh, the sassy friend, this time uh, in the verge of Thomas, which is like the confidant to the male protagonist, Miles, uh, kind of is trope. So you're going to get a little of that comfort food. It doesn't try to reinvent the wheel that much. But when I was watching this, this idea of this love later in life, uh, no ages are, are told, but Brooke Shields, the main character of Sophie Brown, appears to be in her 50s. I said, this is perfect for older audiences. In fact, while the movie was going on, I texted my mom and I said, hey, you may like this. I mean, it's castles, you know, Scotland. If you like the idea of Outlander, but you don't feel comfortable watching it with the grandma due to the sex scenes, she'll probably love this. My mom goes, oh, 
I already saw this last year, which means I nailed it. So when I ask who this movie's for, it's definitely that kind of Sunday afternoon. I'm visiting my parents during the holidays. Let's put something on while we talk about what's going wrong with the world. Thing is, the pacing is all over the place. Uh, she gets to Scotland like within 10 minutes after being pushed out by some bad reviews of her book. Uh, the Christmas aspect comes kind of late. And there is a weird attempt to appear that seems to be a villain towards the end that ends up being just a giant red herring. Uh, just really more about a love story. It's it's a mess structurally, but we don't really watch these movies for structure. We watch them for the feels. And, you know, Brooke Shields is someone that gets a lot of flack for her acting range. And I'm a 90s kid, so I remember her turn as the Suddenly Susan. But she quits herself pretty well here. In fact, I was on board with what she wanted. She really overperformed the script, which does a very uh, bad job of setting the table. It's kind of... Uh, on the nose, expository. It's kind of like, how long have we been friends? We've been friends for a long time. I thought you were my friend. I'm your friend and your agent. Just kind of, kind of trite, kind of wrote in that way. But that said, when uh, Sophie Brown, the character Brooke Shields plays on that screen, doesn't really make it sound nearly as wooden as it could be. I was thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, it's a short clip of a film about 93 minutes. You could probably make that a double feature if you're the kind of person that uh, you know curls up with a nice glass of wine or snacks and make it a movie night. So definitely put that in that rotation if you're a fan. I found myself rolling my eyes just a couple times just because we've seen some of the tropes before, but ultimately it's different enough and gives you a different space, a different setting enough that it's kind of fun. And I actually enjoyed it myself. So even though IMDb uh, gives it 5.5 and the Rotten Tomatoes uh, scores are split 74% and 38%, I'm going to say it's a solid six. You know, it's romantic comedies aren't my favorite. I didn't necessarily laugh in this one, but the character work gives it a lot of charm. And I really wanted to see more of Thomas, uh, the aforementioned confidant of the male character, uh, Miles, uh, kind of like the sassy friend that is going through his own stuff. I think he was very cool, uh, very uh, uh, conveying the feel of the setting in place. So that is my review. Solid six, a cast of a Christmas from 2021. Let me know what you want me to review next on Flobosat on Netflix. And of course, patreon.com slash Get yourself access to bonus content. Until next time, see you at the movies. <laughs> <laughs>